Welcome to the Legacy and Faith Show featuring estate and tax attorney Paul Grant. The Legacy and Faith Show is about the journey of discovering how to create plans that protect wealth and family values for generations. And now the host of the Legacy and Faith Show, Paul Grant. Along with co-host Mark Holland, Paul Grant with us once again this week. And actually, you were with a different audience. I was. We're going to hear a little bit more of you out in the community teaching one of your great seminars. Yeah, this is about faith and finances, irresistible generosity. It's coming up again very shortly on July 16th at 9 a.m. It's being generously hosted by my church, Venture Church. And this next session that we're going to take a peek in to is uh, talking about the principle of multiplication and really the main theme in looking at any principle that God gives us is that the main theme is still about Jesus and us needing to be focused and radically in love with our Savior. And when we have our right alignment, when we have proper heart and focus on Jesus and the sacrifice he gave, then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit begins to work through our lives in ways that astound us. And so we're going to take a peek into this seminar, uh, Faith and Finances and Irresistible Generosity. We're going to take a look at the principle of multiplication, but it's still all about Jesus. As a quick reminder, we did part one, which was about his radical love towards us. And you can find that at LegacyInFaith.com. You can also sign up for this July 16th session at the same website. So head over to LegacyInFaith.com, sign up, listen to last week's podcast. But without any further ado, let's listen to Principle of Multiplication. All right, um, moving on, shall we? Uh, there, I, I kind of told you at the end of our last session before we entered into lunch that What I believe I have given you is a reasonable foundation to take anything that you need from God's word and plug it into this formula. Um, Where does the sun rise from? It's amazing that all of you knew that. So, tomorrow there's going to be a surprise and it's going to come from the south. Okay, is that all right with everybody? Fantastic. Um, And... um, you know, in December, what does it do around here? So how about that? Um, let's see, what else can we talk about? In July, it's really hot. And that's where farmers get into danger, right? Um, we're hoping that it rains. Um, and uh, re- Okay, so that. Um, and so, uh, and, and there's things that we could go on and on about. And the entire point of this of those little examples is that God is extremely predictable. Yes. Another one of Paul's pet peeves. You know, um, I do have a radio show as well. Do you know that? Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's called the Legacy and Faith Show. It's where I get to use my skill set as being an attorney and an estate planner, and um, and then it's on a Christian radio station uh, and AM six thirty. KCIS over in the western side of the world. Um, and so, uh, and because it's on a Christian radio station, then I just get to be me. I like being me. Um, and so I get to talk about how this faith journey can interrupt into estate planning and create generational wealth and generational plans. Wouldn't it be an amazing thing? You just think about this for a moment. And what, what do you want? 
is, uh, would you love it if you were able to set up your children financially in a way that would allow them to walk in what God has called them to um, called them to do without struggling with the fanfare of scrimping for money like a lot of us have to do. You know, that's one of my goals, actually, is that I work my stinking tail off as one of those goals, which is not to spoil my daughters, even though I do, um, but with the absolute hope and vision that they will be able to answer God's call and never think twice about it. Wouldn't that be an amazing thing? Wouldn't, wouldn't you love to be at a place right now to where if Jesus called you to do something, you go, I'm in. Got it all. I, I'm, I'm set. It's okay. Now, I'm not taking away the journey of faith in that, in that conversation. Because there's enough things going on in this world that you're going to need to have faith to answer his call anyways. If his call on your life, if you can do it already, it's not his call. If you struggle and go, you've got to be kidding me. Okay, that, now, now we might get close to what is right. Is, did you have any problems coming, moving over here? Or was it everything just like, yes, I'm in Jesus. Yeah, uh, we talked last night and he was all in. That's all I'm going to say. There's always a struggle and there's always a footprint of faith that you must exercise to accomplish what God is calling you to. But I'd love if we didn't have to struggle about the money so that we could just answer the call. So that you don't have to go get another stinking job and be diverted in what you know God has already called you to do. Are you confident that God has called you to be exactly where you're supposed to be? Yes? Okay, then then stop it. Don't deviate. We're going to set him up so that he doesn't have to worry about chasing after things. Right? Isn't that truly and honestly where we'd like to be? See, here's the thing about money. We all strive after it. We have spent our entire adult life striving after it, and we will continue to strive after it. I'm not saying you love it, because we're not supposed to love money. Right? The Bible says, don't love money. So, okay, I don't love money. But we spend a majority of our waking hours chasing after this dang thing. Darn it. We're all striving after it. We don't like to view our job like that, but I wake up with an alarm clock that forces me out of my nice sleep and out of the warmth of my bed and makes me put my feet on the ground and then go chase after stinking money. Now, I can mask that and say, hey, I was called to be an attorney. I was. And I'm doing, and God, you heard earlier before lunch, God has blessed me. He has. I'm, I am unequivocally where I'm supposed to be. It doesn't mean that I'm where I'm going to be. It just means that I'm confident of where I am today. As a matter of fact, I struggle with my future, to be honest. I know I'm not supposed to be honest. So I don't know what this calling of, of God on my life is going to look like in another 5, 10, 15, 20 years. But we all wake up striving after money. So if any of you uh, tomorrow, oh, nope, Tomorrow's Sunday. You have to be here. Um, On Monday, walked into work, and they go, you know, I really appreciate you, and what we need you to do is we need you to report tomorrow, but we're going to stop paying you. So, um, you know, thanks. We need your talents and your gifts. And right now, what we're going to do is we're going to freeze our budget for paying you for the next year. You better show up. 
And we expect you to come. Now, many of you already think your boss does that. I understand. But uh, specifically, if any of my people are watching, no. Okay, so, um, um, but how many of us, if that security of money was swept out from under our feet, would show up on Tuesday? Heck, stinking no. You think I'm going to serve a client if they're not going to pay me? You're out of your mind. We all chase after money. This is a big deal and we all know it, but we don't like to sit around and talk about it. Because really a part of it is that, uh, is that we like to mask that, oh, I'm called to this place where I'm serving people and yay, Jesus. Well, that's good and I'm glad you are. And I mean that genuinely. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm very comfortable with it, but I chase after money. I have a family. I just told you a vision that I would like with my own kids that I want to make sure that my kids um, have a hope and a future that, that they can actually come to their dad, their real dad, their earthly one, and lean into. And so I keep striving after it. But I'm not supposed to. Isn't that what the word of God tells us? I'm not supposed to strive after. I'm supposed to live in peace. Thank you, Jesus. So we got to uncover some of this money stuff. And that's what we're going to do here at the very end because it is faith and finances. And I hope you haven't been um, disappointed that we haven't gotten to this part yet and that the rest of the the first part of the morning was was okay to build this. Um, Maybe you can kind of see some of my thinking of why I put the program together like this. Um, I don't know if you, you think I should retitle it Faith and a Little Bit of Finances. I don't think it'd be quite as popular. Um, so, uh, so we're going we're gonna to look at uh, what I call the principle of multiplication. And really, this journey of, of striving after money, of actually devoting far more time and energy devoted to getting money than devoted to our Savior... That's a bummer. And by the way, that's not condemnation because if I am called, then I am supposed to work as unto the Lord. And I am supposed to work with excellence. That's what 1 Peter said, right? So it's not a condemnation. It's just a reality issue. But I never want money to become the thing. I never want my finances to become the reason. And um, and what one of my concerns is that... um, is that do we exchange our faith for finances? Or in other words, if God has called me to something, am I willing to say, at your command, I want to be a yes, sir person. I've never served in the military. I love our military. I honor and respect those who have served. If you've served, thank you. Um, But uh, they are very, very used to just saying, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. They get an order, they do it. Otherwise, people die. You know that movie? Okay, thank you. I got one person who knows the movie. I think I'm getting old if if less people know. Okay, yes, exactly. A few good men, in case you were wondering. Um, So so I want to be a yes, sir, man. Correct? But have I forfeited at any point along my journey of faith what God has told me because I don't think I can afford it or because because money is going to be the issue? And I can tell you honestly, sure, I've forfeited some stuff. That's a bummer. It's okay. That's why we have love and grace. And I mean that. I, it, 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 that's not just me trying to be snide. It, it, we can lean into that love and mercy when we make mistakes. It's all good. That's, that's our training ground. 
So you're listening to Faith and Finances, Irresistible Generosity, and you're listening to Part 2, Principle of Multiplication. There is more to come, so stay tuned with us. Hi, this is Paul Grant with the Legacy and Faith Show. I will be presenting a half-day session on Faith and Finances, Irresistible Generosity. In this session, I will walk us through what it looks like to apply our faith over our finances in a biblical manner so that we can accomplish kingdom purposes. We all deal with finances in one way or another, so let's find out how this journey of faith applies to our money. Faith and Finances will be presented on Saturday, July 16th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., graciously hosted by Venture Church in Mill Creek. There's no cost to attend, so join me on Saturday, July 16th for Faith and Finances, Irresistible Generosity. You can find more information at LegacyInFaith.com and sign up for this Faith and Finances opportunity. Many families realize that with the passing of each generation, their family legacy is disappearing and they're feeling regret. To alleviate this heartache, Memories Worth Telling writes their family story and creates a beautiful heirloom book to preserve their unique history. Go to MemoriesWorthTelling.com to schedule your initial consultation and learn how they can capture your legacy. Once again, that's MemoriesWorthTelling.com. Your photos, slides, scrapbooks, and home movies are invaluable and irreplaceable. Barry Kenny here with The Bear Services. Call us to save them as digital files to be stored electronically and shared liberally. We will even come to you so they stay in your possession. Go to thebearservices.com for more information. That's thebearservices.com. We now return to the Legacy and Faith Show, featuring estate and tax attorney Paul Grant, and continue today's practical discussion to apply biblical principles for kingdom purposes. You're listening to our session of Faith and Finances, Irresistible Generosity. It's coming up again on July 16th, and here is the continuation of that session. So let's take a look um, at where we've been, um, because... Like I said, anything that you need, any promise that you can find in the Word of God, go back to step one, work your way through it as it relates to that issue in front of you, and then we can get to this fifth and final step, which is the journey of faith. Okay, we got to play out faith. Faith is an action, okay? Faith without works, how much does it produce? Hmm? So... Uh, what, one of the things I want you to hear in this is, as well is that I find that too many Christians pray and move too soon because they haven't gone back to step one. So we get excited about something, which is the second quadrant in the, um, in the parable of the sower, right? That's that second quadrant. We get excited and we go, Ooh, let's go. Uh, and so I, I want to talk to you about moving in the pace of God when... In this journey of faith. And I just want to throw a couple things at you. See if they stick. And again just kind of uncover some things. So you can continue to seek after it. And and look at Jesus. Uh, In in this discussion when we talk about money. Money is a dangerous topic. Right? Because then it feels like it's the primary thing. Like I'm chasing after that. But I already told you that we chase after Jesus. Because he is our provider. That is who he is. It's not what he does. You get in that, that repeat. It is, it, is, it is who he is. He is the provider. And so therefore, we can rest assured that he is never going to change and he is your provider. He, he cannot not be 
Um, oh, another one of Paul's pet peeves. Um, that, that somehow we can walk out of God's blessing. No, because he'd have to turn himself off. He is blessing. You are always blessed. It's who he is. I can't walk outside of his blessing because he can't turn himself off. He can't bless me and not bless you because he can't turn himself off. It is a character issue. It is not an action. And oftentimes we look at God's character issue and assimilate it to an action instead of pulling it right back to say, but that is who he is. It's the core of everything. And so therefore he can't change his core, right? And really that's where a lot of these promises need to come from is who is God. And so therefore I am allowed to walk under that covering and have him in totality. And when I chase after him, then that blessing that what it produces is manifested in my life. That's pretty simple math, right? I didn't even have to use a calculator. That really is one plus one equals two. Chase after him and who he is is manifested in your life. It really is that simple. If only if it were that simple. Right? I mean, practicality and how to walk out the journey. So we want to make sure that we get things aligned in this journey of faith so that we build our faith. And then when we are ready in our faith journey, that's when we reach out and claim what is ours. We want to claim what is ours long before we're ready in our faith journey. And that's where we may have this disconnect of, I thought that the Bible said that this is mine, but I was never ready to actually reach out and harvest that because my love walk wasn't right. My grace walk wasn't right. I didn't know the attack was coming and I didn't know the promise yet. It wasn't who I was. When the promise, like that check, remember the check? That's why I gave the check away. The check represented it's mine. When you have that revelation, now you're ready to actually seize it. And sometimes we're trying to seize something before we have the revelation that it's mine. So we got to kind of walk this through in steps. You ready? All right. We should have served espresso. You guys ready? All right, you're not going to fall asleep on me? We didn't have pasta. That was a good choice. Sometimes I serve pasta. That would be bad. And have everyone like... All right. Galatians 5, 6. Faith works through love. Let me ask you a trick question. Remember, I'm being a nice guy right now. I'm telling you it's a trick question. Most of our brains tell us how to do faith right here. Who is love? Yes. So now let's read this scripture properly. Faith works through love. It, it, we could misunderstand this scripture and we can go, oh, if I love right, if I perform, then faith will do it right. And we just missed because we didn't go back to step one. We didn't have our love walk right. So faith works Through his love, because he has loved me. Not because I walked in love. And that's how the scripture could get twisted. If you walk in love, faith will work. So pray for people you only love. No, actually, I'm just the conduit of love coming through my life. So I get to stand aside. And if I lay hands on somebody and pray for them, then love appears. Who appears? God appears. 
Not Paul. It has nothing to do with the vessel. It has everything to do with the one. Again, we chase after him, not after the signs, not after the blessings, not after. We chase after him so that we can be removed. And now all of a sudden, faith works through him, through love. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. Why? Because love, because faith is the currency of heaven. And we talked about that now. Now we're starting to kind of see some more of the picture of these scriptures, right? For he who comes from God must believe that he is. It's character. It is who God is that we lean into. And that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That's what I talked about. We got to diligently seek after him. You got to get into this stuff on your own. And then why is he a rewarder? Because of what he does? No, because you learn more of who he is. And when you know more of who he is, it manifests through your life because faith works by love. See all the different connections? So it's not a works mentality that if I seek after God, he's going to reward me. He's going to bless me. He has to bless you because he can't turn himself off. It's all about him, not his actions, but about him, about the revelation of who he is in our life. You stand on faith because he has directed you and has established kingdom principles and, and promises to carry through you. Not our whims, not our hopes, not our desires, but because the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you. So your relationship with the Holy Spirit, build yourself up in the most holy of faith. Why do you have to build yourself up? Because that is our barometer of listening to him. And when we listen to him, he will guide us. Right? So I had a, just a brief opportunity to say hi to many of you. And some of you are sharing where you're moving and where you're going. And I even just told you I'm not sure where I'm supposed to be in five years. But you know what? I'll be there because I am bent on listening to my Savior and just pleasing him. If you're going to be bent on listening, turning your ear towards him, he will get you there. He's fashioned you, created you with gifts and talents so that you can be who he needs you to be. Ah, as I get older, I've been uh, ruminating on this one thing in my brain since about September. Sometimes I, I get something going on and then I just can't get rid of it. It probably means it's really the Holy Spirit. And I don't know why, I don't know where this came from, but about in September or so, um, I just had this thought. And now it's just captured me, which is, I only have one life to live for the sake of the gospel. Not for my own kingdom, not to build up my girls, not to build up my wife, even though I want to do that. And those are honorable and and good things to do. I'm not to leave them behind. But it's not certainly to build up my own bank account, even though that's fine. Because if I seek after him, he's going to fill my bank account. It's good. Okay? God does not care how many Mercedes you have. You can have one for each day of the week and he could care less. The only thing he cares about is who has your heart. Who are you absolutely enthralled with? The Mercedes for each day of the week? Or the one who is good and has given you to it? He doesn't care how big of a house you live in. He could care stinking less. I live in a nice house, actually. I like my house has nice hardwood floors. It was very attractive when I walked in. I have a nice TV room. I've got a nice TV room. It's got nice speakers. and it's, it's, I like my house. 
God could care less. As a matter of fact, it's probably his real pleasure that I get to go home and turn on something and, and just relax after a hard day of work. It's probably his great pleasure. And so, as long as my heart stays after him and not the stuff. The stuff is easy for God. Let me say that again. The stuff is easy for God. It's not hard. But when we're aligned and we are striving after him, then we will be in right alignment. And again, some of the heart of Paul Grant uh, live uh, in front of a studio audience, as they say. Was this was yeah, actually it was a live audience? It was, yeah. a, was it at a church? Yes, it was. Yeah. It, it was a um, venture church in Idaho. We have multiple campuses, and so I went to our, our church in Moscow, Idaho, and did this session. Another one is coming up on July sixteenth, and so you can head over to legacyandfaith.com and register for this. You can also hear last week, so you can get a couple different flavors of what's going to be talked about. It's from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Lunch is going to be provided. So head over to LegacyAndFaith.com, sign up, listen to the past podcasts. Um, But really, all of this is about um, a major theme, and that is you're so radically loved. And when we know the radical love that God has for us, then we can step into faith and we can watch His Holy Spirit beginning to work through our lives. That's really what this is about, is giving glory to God, learning how to increase our faith to watch God use us for a dying world. So come join me on July 16th at 9 a.m. for my next Faith and Finances Irresistible Generosity session. It's going to be a great time. Head over to LegacyandFaith.com where you can register and hear part one as well. So please join me. On Saturday, July 16th, it'd be wonderful to see you. Thank you for joining us for the Legacy and Faith Show. You can find more information about the show and Paul Grant at LegacyandFaith.com. Join us next week at the same time as we learn to build God's kingdom and continue our journey on how to protect wealth and family values for generations. All discussions on the Legacy and Faith Show are intended to be about general legal issues. If a situation applies to you, then we encourage you to seek specific legal advice. Please do not rely upon any discussions from this program in place of having a personal relationship with your attorney. Any listener question that may have been answered also does not constitute legal advice and does not establish a client-attorney relationship.